electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. Market insight and analysis. You're listening to the opening bell of CNBC's Squawk on the Street. Good Monday morning. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm Carl Quintanilla with Jim Cramer, David Faber at the New York Stock Exchange. We are coming off the worst week since June for the Dow, and although futures are green, got more cautionary notes this morning from the sell side on commodity inflation, tax policy risk, and now 3M warning about Q3 inflation running hot and outstripping price. Our roadmap begins with the risks for equities. Stocks are set to rally. Goldman says tax reform, not reduced economic growth, is the key risk for investors. Plus, we'll keep an eye on the rails. Kansas City's southern set says it will terminate its merger agreement with Canadian Nationals, giving it five business days to come back with a better bid than Canadian Pacific's currently favored deal. And China's tech crackdown continues. Beijing looking to break up Alipay, China's most popular payments app. So that 3M news rolled in about half an hour ago, uh, Jim. Uh, they cut their auto production target, says it's running even hotter than we thought in Q3. Yeah. I mean, they were looking for down three, and I think that really was what sent the stock from 200 down to the mid-180s. Now they're looking for down six. Uh, when you see down at the beginning of the year, remember, we're in that period where we're really looking at, at 2022. Oh, man, there's a chart for you. You just don't have any incentive to buy. David, I find there are a lot of stocks like 3M that are looking down at the opening, and yet the overall futures indicate that things are up. And it turns out that the 3Ms, whichever company's down, and, you know, both Nike and 3M are in the Dow, they can send it down low. They can. I mean, right now, it doesn't look like it's going to be too much damage. We'll see how the stock opens 29 minutes or so from now. But you mentioned Nike as well. That's that's not news from the company. That's no. just a downgrade. But it it's it, a it deals thorough with analysis and it does deal with similar issues, I guess, in some ways. Right. What it, the, talking about the supply chain, uh, BTIG. This is Nike we're talking about now. You can see that stock also may be down roughly the same amount as 3M saying. Uh, their contacts, all of which point to severe cho- uh, supply chain disruptions emanating from the COVID-driven factory shutdowns in Vietnam that have worsened since the company last reported uh, on June 24th. So that also sort of added into the mix here. It's 50 percent, virtually 50 percent of their footwear. I think, Carl, what's interesting is that there are a lot of companies uh, in response to President Trump that moved uh, business from China to Vietnam. Vietnam had a wave of COVID, plus the ports aren't deep enough. So it was a great idea in principle, but in the end, it's really hurting companies. And it looks like that Nike, which has been flirting with 165 and had a decent China number in terms of sales, is going to get hurt today. And it does matter. There is, um, there is one line of thinking that futures are green because some of the tax picture that's filling in is not as aggressive as it might have been. Uh, capital gains, for example, maybe going from 21 to 25, not 21 to 39. No, that, was, that was very good. Um, capital gains, I worked with Larry Kudlow for a long time now, a you know, former chief economist now, Fox. And he used to talk about the need to keep that number low to be able to start business. Uh, I was surprised. I thought the capital gains under the Democrats has typically just been, you know what, the rich are getting away with it. Then they put a 3% surtax 
uh, on the writ. No one, I don't know if that's going to pass, but it's certainly a sore thumb. Over five million. That's W two, right? That's just five. If you make more than five million, you get a. I call them rich. Is that wrong? Uh, that'd be pretty rich. But also the right. corporate rate, at least again, uh, now proposed what twenty six and a half and twenty one. Mansion bite. I mean, ma- none of, uh, nothing means none of this means any of this will actually happen, right. and or the 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 fate of that three and a half trillion dollar bill is certainly right. well. President not Manchin, assured in any President way. Manchin, oh, I'm sorry. No, he's just a senator, Mansion, right? But he seems to be the most important person in Washington. I've got a line into some people who have a line into him. Yeah. And he is basically the man to see. We haven't had one of those in a long time. I know. Well, it's 50-50, right? So he's an important important vote. Um, We'll talk about this note out of Goldman that basically says tax reform uh, is the key risk to U.S. equities through the end of this year. But Manchin did talk to Chuck Todd about what he would support. Take a listen. There's not a rush to do that right now. We don't have an urgency. Don't you think we ought to debate a little bit more, talk about it, and see what we've got out there? So you're not against this? You could support this $3.5 trillion no, plan? I cannot support $3.5 okay. trillion. Okay. okay, so that now, is a... Okay. All right, now yeah. we're getting to breath. It, it, it is not a time issue. It really is a cost issue. We've got 5.4 out right now. Okay. Okay. That's a 3.5 they want to spend. Over, they, ten, over 8 or 10 years, depending well, three, on what five, But still, yeah, it's going to be based, it's, it's going to be a lot more than 3.5 over 8 or 10 years because it'll continue. A lot of those programs will never come off. Keyword there, they. I mean, last I looked, he was a Democrat. Now he's from a state where it's really hard to be a Democrat. But when he says they want to spend 3.5, well, who is he speaking of? I thought that was we want to spend 3.5, but he's not. No, and he's making a point that it's actually even above that, which you will hear as well from the Republicans who are unified in their opposition to it to right. begin with. So it's very much unclear. There's that incredible be urgency. Able to get that through you know, now. There's incredible urgency. You take three and a half, <laughs> right? Three and a half trillion down to one and a half trillion. Is that where sort of Mansion can come on board and you could see a way to get that done through reconciliation? Remember, which will only require right. fifty plus uh, plus the VP in favor. Maybe. Well, um, the uh, the typical infrastructure stocks have just been horrendous, and they are a great tell, Carl, for where this bill is. Mansion and Caterpillar. This is a separate bill from infrastructure. Which no, but we're I'm saying nothing. Right. Everything's stalled. Yeah. Everything is stalled. It making it so that I know Costin's right. Is it, but the problem with it is, is that if there's no urgency, how do we make a judgment that it's going to impact uh, 2021 numbers? I mean, I, well, it's hard to. There's the added layer of, say, you got an infrastructure bill. Where would the raw materials come from? This Goldman note warning about uh, commodity prices and ongoing scarcity. They're talking about oil going back to 80. Right. Uh, Aluminums. Yep. Yeah, you know, gas. I, I, By the I, way, you guys seen uranium? I know that's a little off <laughs> Well, you see what's going on with uranium? Actually, no, I'm not that. It's out of control. It's gone Is up it? enormously. Yes, because of uh, potentially recommissioning nuclear power is clean not, and yeah, they won't climate be. change and coming around. But yes, uranium like has moved power. up dramatically. I went to buy a bicycle this weekend. I went. <laughs> Have you seen this? I went to see a Trex bike. I think it had me maybe six hundred, seven hundred. It was 4000 I went to PC Richard uh, to, to buy a, a speaker, and we were just chatting with the dude. He's like, um, you want a new Sub-Zero ice maker? July. July. If you're renovating your kitchen. And July. You to, yeah, July. No, July already happened. <laughs> yeah. I mean, July, the, the next, next one. July. Wait for the next one. And meanwhile, my coffee guy says his costs have gone up 30% also. No, we all know it. That's the thing that is so difficult. Like, like, I don't we know all know well, why is the market prices. down. Well, the market has been going down of late. A little I mean, bit. I've had a construction. I've had a bathroom that it's now since February. Started February. And it's nowhere. It's nowhere in your glass. Forget it. I mean, you're begging Kohler, private company. There's nothing. 
I mean, you can't get a job done. So when is this all going to work its way through into the, the stock market? No, no. When are all these supply chain disruptions going to start to melt away, so to speak? Well, when does this? I think start when the ice when the ice maker melts away. I think that we're all kind of sitting here thinking, well. If you had bought the speaker, what would it be? If I buy the bike, I try to buy a carbon steel rather than aluminum, but carbon steel's up more than aluminum. I mean, the, the raw cost of everything, including your coffee guy, which may be the ultimate kind of lipstick <laughs> indicator, yeah. now, how his margins must be horrible. Horrible. Well, also because foot traffic here in this area is, is down But who can handle that? You know, so who handles it? It's not easy Starbucks for a small businessman. That's well, why Starbucks 119 going to 125. I think. The, the story on Reuters this morning, the headline is, From Zippers to Glass, Shortages of Basic Goods Hobble U.S. Economy. But your general view has been, at least on, say, oil, that demand destruction will keep it in check to I some think, degree. Well, this is where you know, the Saudis have a, per, have a price. That they don't want it to go to 80. The one that we have to talk about, we're going to be talking about all winters, that natural gas is finally because we're such an export power and because there's a mismatch with pipelines. David, natural gas is going to end up being the cost for consumers. You made that point last week on MAD, I know, as yeah. well. I'm not going away on that one. I got, um, I got a, a couple of guys talking about how we've exported our way into hell. We did what Australia did. Is it really going up that much because we're exporting so much? Well, there's just this. Well, no, because we had Ida, Yuri, got, that great husband-wife team of Yuri and Ida. Right. I had, right. You know, I had an aunt Ida. Did you? Yeah, not really related to the situation. Well, it's been no. two weeks, and we're, half of output is still offline. No. I mean, what are we talking about here? Plastic, basic building block. What happened to glass? Glass is, in the end, silicon. But there just is no glass. How about the fact that 3M is saying that you know, if you lower the, the auto, we're going to be back again with the used trucks and cars being more valuable than the actual cars because they're not available. Plastic, too? Plastic, too. It is. Yeah. I mean, I they mentioned the- resin, uh, ethylene, wood pulp, labor. I mean, I, was, I don't still, know what they did. What's left? Yeah. What's yeah. left? Uh, we actually watched The Graduate. Uh, that guy's still right, man. He's still right. Just, 68. That was great advice no, was to Benjamin. Advice. It didn't hold up, though, the movie. It did Nah, not really. Ross was so good in that. Say again? Cat, no, Ross. Catherine Ross. Ross. So you can't go What wrong. do you mean? Come on. Anne Bancroft was amazing. But, yeah. right, right. but. Well, it's good. It's good information. It didn't yeah. hold up. Thank it's you, um, Well, you know, yeah. if, when you're dealing with autos, you're talking about autos and housing. They're kind of the U.S. manufacturing economy. Yes. And they're all down versus last year because of this. Okay, which leads you where on the market? You've been expecting I'm a volatile you, we got September. A, September 17th has historically, historically been the beginning for the last 20 years of a major sell-off. I think people are trying to get ahead of that. Once again, you got the futures up. That's probably going to be a pick-off, I think. Wait till they're down and do some buying. I mean, every day this thing happens. We open up. Everyone says the market looks great. Nothing looks great. Because when you're dealing with the actual underlying stocks, yeah. unless you're talking about AMC and Disney, Right, which we can get to. Guys, I do want to hit Did the, you see it? I, I mean, everyone's the, talking about that movie. Uh, uh, no. Shang-Chi? Shang-Chi. I haven't seen Everyone again. Shang-Chi. Yeah. It's but, doing very well. Why, why don't we go to see it and, and then Bond? October 8th, That Bond. I'm looking forward to. I might actually go to the movie theater to see I'm Bond. going. Are you? Yeah, I'm going. All right. I'm going one of those ones where you can have tequila brought to you in the middle oh, yes. of the movie. You know, oh, what is it? Do they still have those? Back more than ever. I'm going there, too. Uh, anywhere. They'll bring me something. Uh, all right, guys, uh, real quick on the rails, because it did hit yesterday. Oh, do wanna, what do we think here? I mean, we think that it's more likely than not that uh, the Canadian Pacific is going to win the day here. Um, uh, CNN is on the clock. They've got five business days, so let's call it to, what, the end of the week. Uh, and we may not hear from them. They 
said a couple of things in terms of quotes to you know uh, to the journal and the like. But basically, it's an uphill battle for uh, for CN to try to come back with some sort of a deal where they would obviously increase the price, but vastly increase as well the size of the reverse break fee that they'd have to pay. So this is where we stand. It's two point eight eight four and ninety bucks. They say, hey, that's superior. Why? Because we know we can actually get the money. That's why after the STB in that five to nothing ruling that really just crushed. Uh, Canadian national. And that's the way you have to view it. They left them so little room to get anything done here. Not to mention on the other side, they're dealing with the activist investor in TCI. Yes, they own a lot of Canadian Pacific as well does TCI, and they want that deal to happen. But it doesn't mean that they aren't a significant force here against CN's attempts to potentially say what they possibly could do here to try to make it so that the Kansas City Southern Board would change their opinion. Highly unlikely, it would seem, but we still got time. We haven't heard anything official from CN, so we'll wait. By the way, on on Kansas City Southern, if and when they do finally sign that deal, uh, they still need uh, their shareholder vote. They need a CP vote. They still need Mexican approval. But it's not that many months till you get your money if you're a Kansas City Southern shareholder member because they have the approval of the voting trust, and that was the key here. Uh, CP has that approval. And Kansas City, a Canadian national, excuse me, does not. Well, Dave, does it matter that the rails peaked about a month and a half ago and they're paying way too much? I mean, particularly because Mexican car production is down. I mean, so, really, these guys, I mean, look at CSX. But this look is at, the last asset, Jim. So there's a, there's a scarcity value here that's playing out for more than just a, the ups and downs that are occurring. Oh, so you're term. saying that the, the volatility that I've noticed is irrelevant? I'm not saying it's irrelevant, but yes, to the long-term view that they have at Canadian Pacific or at Canadian National for the value of this asset? Yes, I am saying that. Well, there you go. I mean, because I'm saying short term, if they both walked away, the stock would just collapse. But I like your view. What? Yep. I like your view. I've endorsed your view. I appreciate that. No problem. We got to look into uranium, guys. We're all getting some emails on it. We're going to look at it. The Sprott, that Sprott fund. I'm on that because 20, what, 20% plus is a nuclear? Yeah, well, after uh, Fukushima, just, things really, remember, came down, but now there's, they're starting to recommission. Well, I don't know. I'm not quite sure what's going on. Yeah, there's actually an interesting political circularity from the left and right on nuclear, I think, right? Yeah. They yes. sort of see. Well, we know what's the cleanest, but uh, and it can be you can't build a new safe. one. You can't build a new one. That's what I always thought mattered. Well, maybe you need to. Good luck. Okay. Uh, there's a lot to get to. A lot of initiations out of Goldman today on Google, Dash, Chewy, Airbnb. And we'll set up for a big week. we got an Apple event tomorrow, uh, Gensler on the Hill, CPI, retail sales, quad witching, all headed our way. Futures are green. We're back in a moment. Let's get straight to the point. You want to grow your portfolio to fight rising costs of inflation or pay off your debt or anything standing in the way of you and financial freedom, right? Yahoo Finance, our sponsor today, can help. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been helping great investors like you. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just looking for tips, Yahoo Finance makes it super easy by putting all the tools and data you need in one spot. Yahoo Finance takes a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and more. You can securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including 401k and other investments. That's how Yahoo Finance gives you insights and helps you take a look at your wealth in its entirety. That big picture perspective is what great investors need. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor. YahooFinance.com, the number one financial destination. YahooFinance.com. That's YahooFinance.com. 
Epic Games appealing that Friday court ruling that said Apple was not running an illegal monopoly with its app store. Epic, the creator of the popular Fortnite video game, did win that partial victory. The judge ruling that Apple must allow developers to include external payment links. It's been 72 hours. People still can't make up their minds about whether this was uniformly good or bad. Uh, I went through it. Apple won on almost everything. The uh, only thing that... uh, that Judge Rogers could find for Epic was that there could be incipient antitrust violations under the Cartwright Act, which is not even the Sherman antitrust. This was a very big win for Apple, completely misinterpreted by the analysts, uh, because frankly, there, whatever remedy they didn't, she didn't give, uh, just did not give Apple remedy. But if Apple sends you an email saying, hey, listen, you, you can you can do this. That's all that Apple has to do. I, I think that Epic appealed because Epic basically lost almost everything. Epic has basically failed to prove any sort of monopoly. David, when you go through this ruling, which was one of the shoddiest rulings I can recall, you frankly are shocked that a judge could literally say that Apple did this wrong and not give a remedy. I mean, Why do you call it the shoddiness is because of that? Because well, there was no remedy? Why do you call it shot? Because most of, the, most of the opinion is about whether, what's about gaming and, and whether Apple did something about gaming, transaction to gaming. I mean, it was uh, – when I went to law school, I had this judge uh, – I, uh, I had this professor, Rita, Phil Rita, and he taught us that you can really – antitrust law is kind of like seven pages. There's really not much to it. You either violated Sherman, you violated Clayton, nothing. And they have nothing here. And I think that Epic had to appeal. Apple may not even appeal. It's so small. I was uh, I was in shock that this stock was down five, maybe one percent of well, revenue it's turned around. And Epic is the one who's going they're to the potentially loser. appeal. Look, Epic right. was be- was thinking this could be Sherman Antitrust. There is yeah. no Sherman Antitrust. Cartwright Antitrust. I mean, you know, Cartwright. I mean, we're talking about some California thing. And by the way, it wasn't antitrust, David. It was incipient antitrust. I mean, when you read it, the only thing they won was uh, that conduct falls within the purview of an incipient antitrust violation of the Cartwright Act. I mean, hello? Hey. Sherman is the right, which is that's not now that's California, is it? Right. They didn't even get they didn't get Sherman. So I look at this. I could not believe the stock was down. It was such a big win for Apple. They went about nine out of ten. But you know what? You had to get to page 166 and it was really, really hard. And only if you're watching the destruction of the Falcons could you really get through this whole thing. (laughs) All right, Dave. It took that long. I mean, fortunately, the Eagles were so far ahead, I could finish them. I didn't watch any football yesterday, so... You know, you know, I was talking to my wife about this, and I said, this is a really hard decision. She had cereal on. She goes, I know. It's very difficult. <laughs> Thanks, Siri. After Siri has, just so, has wait, some opinions Siri about knows so much more than the rest of us. <laughs> I mean, that's why the Chinese are doing what they're doing, right? I mean, when you have Siri basically deciding for you what to say... Well, we're going to talk more about what Apple may say tomorrow regarding uh, the iPhone 13 and the new watch, if that's what we get. Kramer's Mad Dash and the opening bell in just a moment. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. So you need a business partner just like you. Like FedEx, who understands your passion for serving your customers because they have the same commitment towards you. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. What's more, FedEx Ground is faster to more locations than UPS Ground. Trust FedEx for timely deliveries. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx.
seven minutes or so before we get started with trading here at the New York Stock Exchange. A new week, of course, for that. Let's get to our first mad dash of the week as well. We talked a bit about Disney and their plan for releasing movies in theaters the rest of the year. AMC is the name you want to focus on. I want to talk about AMC's Adam Aaron, CEO, because is there anyone who can really say where this should be valued? It trades on the weekend box office and whether it's better than 2019. Trades on something like this news. The issue, David, as you know, is that the balance sheet is wildly imperfect, but Adam has structured the balance sheet so he doesn't have to pay much beginning. I said something positive about Adam Aaron on Friday, and I can tell you that I was overwhelmed with negativity about AMC. Have I looked at the balance sheet? I know, you know, David, this is one of the great conundrums of our era, this and GameStop, the so-called apes, because I don't know what it's worth. I can't, I mean, to me, obviously, if it's on earnings, if it's on sales, it's worth much less. Much but less. if it's on crowd enthusiasm and popcorn, it goes yeah. higher. I don't know what to say about. Well, it's hung in there for quite some time, far longer than many had anticipated right. after the initial jump up, when but it became, is, when is, its memification right. sort of was uh, began. This was all within a very short period of time. Yes. When Adam Aaron basically has decided to take advantage of it. And I mean, yes, and he, he communicates with his shareholder base, right. and he will tell us, as he did when he came on, that this uh, these are my shareholders, not institutions. But he... But he he, he basically did what you're supposed to do in capitalism. He raised money. He did. For, and the shareholders bought it. Yes. And he therefore got the money to be able to make it so he could fix his balance sheet. Right. So what do but you do? But there's no do you fundamental it? reason. Well, on fundamentals, you can't. Well, David, is you this, just can't. You know, I like. I would always like to own a stock that's up 2,346%. <laughs> is that better than, say, 3M? You're not alone. Yes. That's right. No. It, it, 20, Twenty-five billion beginning today, going higher uh, as a market value. How's your mutual fund do? You got that? If you own that, you did well. There it is. But how, as a fundamentally driven money manager, do you possibly buy this stock? You can't. No discipline. You would be fired for being. You can't. Up that you can't. What can I say, David? Is it? It's better than any SPAC. Adam Aaron's got to be waiting to sell stock. I'm Adam sorry. is here. Him, no, Adam's his got net a deal. worth no. has gone from here no, to Adam's here. Adam's got a deal. He's, he's disclosed everything he's going to sell. He's got. He's sell. completely he's, above board. I know he is, but he's got to be sitting there every day going, "When can I monetize?" No, he isn't. When he's sitting there monetize? saying, "When can I grow?" I don't believe it. We got an opening belt coming up. Stay with us. On some of the airlines this morning, B of A with a note, uh, bookings appear to be stabilizing after some widely talked about softness lines up with recent management commentary. They say, Jim, the next three weeks historically have been some of the biggest bookings weeks seasons. We play it day to day. It seems like that. All right. Now, let's just understand we're all pretty much vaccinated. We may get sick. We may not. But it's really interesting to so see game after game after game this weekend. So, I mean, NFL, you mean NFL? Yeah. I mean, so I, I think I don't want to say it's over. Obviously, it's not over. But, David, there is a sense that, you know what? All right. Maybe I get life goes on uh, for those who are vaccinated. Yes. certainly. And um, although uh, in New York City's tough. Yeah. I mean, people, some people come back to work, but still, we most people are not. There's still uh, quite a few people who prefer to stay home for any number of reasons. Many, by the way, of which I hear they're happy to stay home, but then they're also happy to go out to bars, restaurants, uh, parties, So they'll travel. Else. They and should travel. I do hear from their ma- management oftentimes frustrated with their younger employees. It's like, no, we're not coming to the office. <laughs> but, but what is 
amazing is, is that last week they all lowered numbers for September and October. Did they just get it wrong? Is everybody just wrong? Let's get the opening bell here at the uh, NYSC and the CNBC Real-Time Exchange. At the big board, Blotsky today, a geospatial intelligence company celebrating a recent listing via SPAC at the NASDAQ service commerce platform Evercommerce. Interestingly, uh, story on Reuters that some U.S. health officials or former officials believe will get a 5 to 11-year-old approval on the vaccine yes. maybe by the end of October. Lancet has a piece out this morning from some outgoing FDA officials who argue there's no need for boosters right now. The right, vaccine's look, that good. Yeah, look, I find that whole argument that there's no need for boosters pathetic because we all know uh, if you were to talk to Abbott, and now you can say they're self-interested. I don't think so. You talk to Pfizer. People want them. I think that the CDC has been uniquely stupid. Uh, they're pathetic. They've, they've said nothing about trying to make it so that the onus is on you if you haven't. David, I find that the booster is the way to get to 99%. There are a lot of vaccines. What is their reasoning, David? Do we have any reasoning other than the fact that we don't, uh, we don't have the right to do it? I mean, what's the reasoning behind not getting a booster? Uh, the reasoning would be that the uh, Pfizer and Moderna vaccines are extremely effective still let, at preventing beginning weeks, be, at beginning preventing months serious six. illness and or But death. that's just wrong. Beginning month six, everyone would tell you, everyone meaning anyone in the industry, including not self-interested drug companies, would say there's a market decline in power. But once again, you find that this lack of leadership, I was looking at the people who are on the boards of these different agencies. I would much prefer Dr. Borla. I mean, I've got to tell you, Pfizer, I think the numbers are too low. Now people say, oh, Kramer's totally self I don't have any but, Pfizer. But you don't think that they see dollar signs in, in vaccine revenue? Well, I think they, they, don't, they said early on that there would be a dramatic decline in the power of these vaccines. I shouldn't use the word dramatic, but, you know, decline. I mean, during that window, I got my third Moderna. There was this window where President Biden said we should get a booster. And then the usual uh, clown show of federal officials said, no, don't get a booster even though the data are very, very clear that you need a booster. It's a clown show. The data oh, don't worry, being, they won't respond. The data being the efficacy of the vaccine exactly. after six months. Well, who do you think's getting all the breakthroughs? Being able to we're going to have a huge that. breakthrough because we're now going to start getting in the seven, eight months. Yeah. But then again, people say breakthrough does not really mean much. You take the Regeneron. Well, most people, thankfully, don't get overly sick. Some do, yeah, but, but very, very, very few end up hospitalized but, and but even fewer idea, end up dead. But why thankfully. does our government say something that, frankly, doesn't hold up under any scrutiny? That no one would say it holds up under any scrutiny. Why? What, they're just confused. Yeah, the data is unclear, right? The, data's the, unclear. Data's the Israeli data is pretty clear, yeah. but they'd say, well, hold it. That was well, a I don't know what's going people. on over there. There's something. There's, I don't know. That, well, I discount Okay, that. there isn't anyone in the industry who is from away from Pfizer that doesn't say, yeah, sure, it'd be great to get that. That would really kind of lock things up if everybody got the booster. But And President Biden said it. I mean, President Biden, is, you had Ron Klain, Ron Klain, czar. Of, Ron Klain was the Ebola czar, but now he's the chief of staff. Well, but I'm saying that they, they it's not like they're incompetent in the presidential suite. But we don't know. We don't know why the CDC does what it does. Yeah. They are a, a, a dictator. They're like Fredonia. They like they are like duck soup. <laughs> yeah, they Fox are. No, they're, 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 they actually they, that's how they treat things. I right? see. Take up the taxes. Oh, I mean, no. honestly, they say no. They, they are a complete dictator of, of what? 
Of what? What do they know? They never come forward. But what we know is, is that if you could get a booster, it's better than no, except for the fact that the CDC says you don't need probably it. Probably no harm, right? What? So, yeah. They have no, no there's no scrutiny of them. No, I, There's I, no scrutiny. Well, there is. There are people who have been very critical and who? continue to be. You? Scott Gottlieb hasn't been a huge fan. Oh, Dr. Gottlieb. Well, he was only, what, the head of the FDA and studied this thing more than anyone else? I don't know. I don't understand it. It's just like the NIH. Why is the NIH not really in favor of the Regeneron drug that keeps you out of a hospital? Well, the answer is, well, we don't know because they don't feel like they have to answer to anyone. They think they're the Supreme Court of vaccines. They're the law of the land. I mean, not that I want to be the Florida governor who says, listen, you shouldn't take anything because, you know what, you have every right to give someone else sickness. That's in, it's not in the Constitution, though, according to the federal judge. Are right? you been consistent in your criticism, at least of the agency? Uh, well, there, I've never seen anything like it. There's no scrutiny. And Fauci's gotten a, just a huge pass because, well, I don't know. He's distinguished. He's done a lot of good things. But it doesn't matter. NIH has been There's been a lot of wrong. different data on a lot of things that have been hard to fully quantify. No mask, Their mask. mission is not necessarily to provide real-time updates. They're more of a look-back kind of a, of a, of yeah. a uh, I think organization. Nevada, I think Nevada Gaming And that has made it difficult. Rigor. We might need a new organization somehow to really be able yes. to give us guidance. Or like on a DHS for, uh, yes. for health. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look for how long pandemics. it's taken them to tackle e-cigarettes. Right, they're still yeah. dragging on uh, on My. regulation of so it's hard to imagine they can keep up with variants that come in a matter of weeks. No, I mean they're obviously True. way behind on everything. And uh, Dr. Gottlieb every morning tells you what to do, and uh, in the morning, and Dr. Topol tells you what to do in the evening. And they should just read the tweets and just say, okay, listen, I, we know less than Dr. Topol, we know less than Gottlieb, so let's just r- ride the coattails. By the way, um, um, just really yeah. quick, energy's driving everything uh, today, Jim. Got S and P energy up two percent. Uh, Crude back to above 70. Well, this is where the the Saudis have checked in, but I know that Lee Cooperman had a dramatic, dramatic discussion uh, last week uh, uh, on uh, Squawkbox about how this, this move's not done. Uh, I continue to believe that it's the natural gas ones that you want, not the predominantly oil ones, because there's just right. no top. It's a high ceiling, as we say. We in, have uh, a lot that we are fantasy. exporting, uh, both... Uh, I mean, there's there's public and privately traded ga- uh, natural gas exporting companies. Well, would the solution be uh, uranium, Freeport David? is one of the largest private. Uh, and then, you've, obviously, you've got Chenier's, which we've talked about many times Chenier's as well. Good t- don't forget Tellurian. Yeah. The uh, um, APA is a real nat gas play. Cabot is t- almost entirely uh, All these gas. names are up as well. That's obviously not related necessarily to natural gas as much as it is oil. I mentioned uranium, guys. I'm going to show you what, what it's been doing because it is worth at least mentioning. There is also a story here about the Sprott Fund that uh, that has increased its basically at-the-market buying of uranium from what had been $85 million to as much as over a billion. But you can see uh, can it be uranium cornered, itself can, has just been Can you corner up. the market? Move. Uh, much of that move for the year has taken place in the last few weeks. Um, you do have this sort of recommissioning, but you also have this Sprott fund, a new fund that's buying physical uranium for the last few weeks. So there's something there, and we'll keep an eye on that. And how about Bitcoin um, today? Have you talked about that? Because I haven't uh, discussed Walmart. Bitcoin, no. Uh, Looks like Walmart, Walmart is doing... pay with Litecoin? Litecoin. But Litecoin. Litecoin. Yeah, Walmart, was it Doug McMillan there? Litecoin. How do you pay at Walmart with Litecoin? How do you do that? Uh, you never even been to Walmart, just but you did the piece on Walmart. I have been to Walmart's. 
I enjoy going to a Walmart. Look, I got to tell you, when I read this story about Litecoin, I just say, okay, can we just can we just say that this is becoming farcical? I mean, does anyone go to Walmart and pay with Litecoin? I mean, do they? It's obviously you got to do it online. You're not they, doing it in the store. Will they let us pay in, in uh, millions Dogecoin? of dollars across the world? The opportunity to seamlessly make payments with cryptocurrencies. That's a Technomic had a, 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 a seminar over the weekend. They said about, in terms of restaurants, about uh, 4% of operators intend to start accepting it in the coming year. I don't know what it's like at Bar San Miguel. But. Well, I... You're going to take yeah, Not really. I mean, it's kind of... It's like cheaper and faster than Bitcoin, apparently, Pay. according to Walmart, is Litecoin. Well, yeah. How did these select the same Litecoin? code? How did they select that one? I, because, why well, Litecoin? Released Litecoin. in 2011, Litecoin is one of the oldest digital currencies in the crypto ecosystem. Wow. And it is similar to Bitcoin in that it uses the same code. The oldest is 10 years uh, old? And it shares many similarities. Yes. Does it really? So very similar genus, but a little different. Yeah. Can you pay species. ransomware yeah, with Litecoin? I don't. It was designed to be used for cheaper transactions and to be more efficient for everyday use. Oh, so Walmart's just like everyday low price. So it's keeping with uh, all of Walmart's ethos. Uh, also right. announcing, uh, I think, a partnership with T-Mobile to put some stores. So yeah, that. Yeah. They're announcing a lot of partnerships. I like to announce uh, better earnings. <laughs> that would be. I think that would do the trick, David. How about well, the fact that this, this Walmart is, Plus is going nowhere fast? Maybe it's all designed for that reason. By the way, uh, speaking of all of that, uh, the Goldman initiations today include yeah. Amazon, yes, uh, which they started a buy forty two fifty, Facebook a buy, and then a lot of neutrals, Dash, how Chewy. About, how about the sell and, and sell on Airbnb? Airbnb, I, that, guys. Fact, I thought that was astounding. You know, I read it though, and they really it, it, it did everything they could not to sort of say sell, I except know. saying it like, in the recommendation. It's like, 22 words about yeah. it. Um, here's the one thing I could find in about the downgrade or the, the sell, which is we believe Airbnb's current valuation implies gross bookings that are roughly 50% above our estimates by 2026. There it is. That would be $170 billion. That leaves little margin of safety if growth deviates from the current trend. Well, they had to have something. I, they had to have some sell. Twitter, I thought, sell. was interesting. I mean, Twitter, um, every time you sell it, it's just some new thing comes up. Meanwhile, on Dell... They love Dell. Yeah, they love Dell. And that stock is Dell's up 3%. Cheap. Remember, the VMware um, split is, is, is coming very soon. We calculate standalone Dell, because that's what you got to do now, is, is implying a multiple of about six times their uh, next 12 months unlevered free cash flow estimate of $7.6 billion. And so, assuming no VMW holding discount, this compares to peers that trade between 8 and 16 times. Yeah. Uh, next 12 months, free cash flow. Really so inexpensive. Just Oracle's cheap. inexpensive. You know, they're about to report. Yeah. These are just these kind of old tech that are doing so well uh, that it's extraordinary. Airbnb, David, that was really shocking. I always think that that was, you know, it's the future. It is, and they still say it will be, because they actually say yes to a lot of the, the key considerations for its future. They just seem to have trouble in terms of whether or not to the point they were making that, that they're going that the market is going to grow as quickly as some, many forecasts. Some people say it was a fatuous sell. Fatuous. You haven't used that word in a while. No, I you kind of yeah. wanted to work it in. Yeah. 
Jim's got a good uh, library of uh, chimerical he likes. Yes. Uh, I love chimerical. Pastiche a lot of people call it chimerical. That's for like 2017 vintage. I think you liked it. Uh, chimerical, I used almost every day. <laughs> you, you, but you stop fat. You stop fatuous. A lot of it is my nephew does does my writing with me, and he had this thing on chimerical. Right now, he's using hammer a lot. There you are, hammered. I have these like hammered. Every other, it's like hammered. Got to stay close to them. Um, we did get one in terms of calls. Uh, MGM also Bernstein uh, goes to outperform, even as we see some reports of uh, spikes in COVID cases in Southeast Asia. Right. I mean that is a that is entirely right now uh, how much COVID there is in Macau because uh, that would also be very bad for win. My Chapel Stone's win. It's been a terrible performer uh, because of Macau. Macau David doesn't have it like it used to. It's funny, you did mention Walmart. I mean, it is basically flat on the year, up 1.8%. It's, no, it's been a terrible disappointment. It has been a disappointment. I mean, you look at a Costco, um, holy cow. Although Amazon, to be fair, is only up seven, not even 7% for the year. So the have two largest employers in the Target? United States of America, Walmart and Amazon, both have not performed particularly well in no. the stock market. So well, Walmart has got, uh, Walmart Plus is not getting what people thought. Target shipped is incredibly good. I don't know how often you ship, David. I find it astounding. Like, I'll say, let's say I need uh, a belt. I had forgotten my belt one day. I ordered shipped at around 11. The belt came at 2. It was a very good belt. Chinese, you but you couldn't belt. Help. Well, I didn't want to do the show without a belt. I thought my pants would fall. Couldn't send somebody <laughs> to a store? <laughs> that didn't occur to you? No. Okay. I'm not going to the store if they're shipped. <laughs> David, that's just a P in there. Got shipped. It. Got it. Shipped. Um, Coinbase, uh, $1.5 billion debt offer, I think, private. Uh, we'll get Gensler in front of the house tomorrow. Yeah, well, they'll school him with that additional money. I mean, you know, Gensler, he runs the SEC. Yes, Davidson. he does. Yes, he does. You attack him, you're attacking the commission. Smart? Do they think it is to work again? I used it last time, no one listened. The, uh, the Nevada Gaming Commission. No. Or they see it's the SEC. No, you wouldn't. Since you've been critical of their choice to criticize Mr. Gensler, the stock is down. Yeah. Well, that's all me. That is all you. That's what my wife says. She goes, Jim, you have this view of yourself. I was doing river dancing at 2 a.m. on Friday. She goes, you were just a, an embarrassment. I put that on TikTok. Your career's finished. <laughs> you were doing had, river dancing at 2 a.m. 2 a.m. river dancing to uh, a Van the Man. Wow. Yeah. Your hips hold up with that? Oh, not a problem. We more more than a quarterback of uh, the uh, Washington team. We don't get invited to those parties. Or no, we don't get invited dance. to the river dance party. It was an amazing river dance. What? <laughs> it's yeah, the best I've ever done. done. Really? Yeah, I've been to the Abbey Tavern. I know what that comes Release the video. Release the video. No, my daughter said if it did that, then not only would my career be over, but my life would be over. <laughs> I want to see, want to see that video. I, I'll, I'll send it to you during the break. Jim River dances. Uh, we are on uh, alert. We're going to try to watch and see if we get a fade, but uh, 3M, for example, is in the green. Let's get to Bob Bassani. Hey, Bob. Good morning, guys. Happy Monday. Yeah, 3M's up over 1%. Surprisingly, we have cost pressures, margin pressures uh, uh, floating around out there, but other sectors doing very well, including energy. You got, you know, Nat Gas, seven year high. Companies like Cabot Oil doing really well. Uh, banks, techs holding in there. Healthcare. So you got, you know, your two main growth sectors, tech and healthcare. Uh, holding in there. Consumer discretionary is weak because the retailers are weak, but they've been weak for a, a while. The XRT, that old retail ETF, well off of its highs. Of course, we had the market headwinds today. The main concern, of course, is cost pressures. 
3M now joining PPG, Sherwin-Williams, even Pulte from last week, uh, talking about uh, higher labor and material costs. Uh, we do have some negative seasonal trends, of course, in September and October. Uh, some concerns about slower economic growth due to the convariant and due to the variant. Uh, remember, we have a big IPO season coming up. There's going to be a lot of new supply. Warby Parker probably be next week. Uh, not entirely clear, but it's going to be a really big season if the market continues to hold up, and that'll be some supply uh, issues overall. You heard about 3M, the CFO, talking about uh, talking at a Morgan Stanley conference, uh, talking about inflation being higher than they thought in the third quarter. Uh, a whole list of everything that they have in in terms of their material costs: resins, ethylene, wood pulp, uh, labor costs, all continuing to be higher than they thought. Autos, they talked about being lower uh, due to semiconductor shortage and. Consumer electronics, by the way, and televisions also affected by the chip shortage. This is the CFO talking uh, about how their business is doing. And, of course, they've got other things. They're a huge office supply company. Remember that. This is why 3M is such a great company to watch. They work across so many industries. They're talking about the delay in return to office affecting their office supply business completely independently of semiconductor shortages or material shortages. So a lot to consider. I think the key story here is that, and maybe why 3M is, is up today, the reopening trade topped out a long time ago. It topped out in May, actually. And it's been slightly sideways to down mostly for the big names since then. So the airlines are all 30 percent off of their highs. FedEx is 20 percent. So it's a lot of the logistics companies. Caterpillar is 17 percent. 3M is 13 percent. So uh, the, the point is the market already anticipated some slowing. Maybe the uh, inflation concerns are a little bit more severe than, than expected, but the market's already ahead of this. Same with the materials group. Uh, free, all of them topped out in May. Freeport, McMoran, uh, CF Industries, a lot of the steel companies, uh, DuPont, uh, Mosaic, uh, all these companies uh, generally. So what you want to watch here is the ones that matter, which is, of course, what uh, the healthcare, the technology, communication services companies. Those are the growth areas. And if you look at the sectors here, you see the market anticipated materials industrials, which is the cyclical group here, and the reopening trade tied to the reopening trade. All have been the weakness. They're the most off of their 52 highs. Remember, the S&P is less than two percent off its 52-week high. Healthcare, technology, and communication services. And in fact, they're a little bit better because this was just uh, as we were going into the open. So uh, tech is doing a little bit better than that. The key here, uh, Carl. It's the cyclical groups that have already anticipated this slowdown. The market's already there. One reason 3M is essentially on the upside. Back to you. Uh, thank you, uh, Bob Pisani. As we go to break, uh, time for the bond report. Let's take a look at how Treasuries are faring this morning, despite some of the commentary about inflationary pressures. You got the 10-year right around uh, 132 or so. Uh, Dow up about 200 as we are coming off the worst week since June and trying to recover from a two-month low. We're back in a moment. Pretty decent opening, uh, opening this morning after uh, five, six tough days for the markets. Uh, we are getting a little bit of uh, weakness creeping in on tech as the Nasdaq goes uh, briefly negative. But for the most part, uh, energy is helping drive some gains. Dow's up 275. Stop trading with Jim coming up next. Let's get to Jim and stop trading. We didn't talk enough about digital China and what the government's doing there. According to the FT, obviously there's problems with Ant. Uh, there's a piece this morning by Loop Capital. Uh, downgrading uh, Tencent Music, and I love this, the time downgrade is admittedly throwing in the towel way too late, but at the same time, uh, the uh, notion of investability in China keeps coming up because of, again, it's data. 
does the government know everything? And if it doesn't, will they wreck your company? And I think that even with, by the way, with, with Ant, they're talking about how you get credit and how you don't and what, what, what criteria people use. So we're not done with the Chinese government cracking down. We're just not. It's too early. Too early to buy China. Well, we had a uh, Blackstone lodging deal come apart. Uh, that made some news uh, this morning. And then, uh, yeah, the ongoing discussions. There was a tweet from one of their um, officials about how the U.S. should le- not even speak to Taiwan. Yeah, that's going to be difficult to do, but I understand that. I mean, the government wants to end, uh, really ba- basically ends the big tech monopoly is what the uh, Financial Times says. And that's, that's just the that you can't break up big tech monopoly without just confiscating uh, all your data and then deciding whether it's right or wrong. The beginning of the, of the process against capitalism would be acquiring the data. Then the next would be saying, listen, we don't want you to make a lot of money. And obviously wow. video games very much in play is something that the government doesn't like. Government yeah. doesn't want you to be stupid. No, listen, they stopped the uh, IPO of Ant Financial, and now they're focusing, it would appear, based on other reporting on the business itself and potentially forcing them to split Alipay right. from the loan app and make them separate entities of some kind. Well, Unclear, what, what, but what happens if they say, look, we, we, want you to give, um, we want you to give credit to the people who you've been denying credit? They changed, changed the algorithm. What do you think of that? It's a podcast, Dave. You have to say something. Oh, uh, that would be very interesting, Jim. Or perhaps I it would be fatuous. <laughs> no, it's chimerical. <laughs> it's chimerical. What's tonight on Mad? Barrett Gold, which we'll find out about, say, uh, Litecoin versus gold. I would rather go with gold. Matthew Prince Cloudflare, they do a lot of the government work. They also do a lot of casino work. We're going to have to spend a lot of time talking about how the casinos are able to uh, go online without uh, trepidation. Because it could be a fatuous way to do it. A long week ahead, Jim. We'll see you tonight. Uh, Mad Money, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. You've been listening to the opening hour of CNBC's Squawk on the Street. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. FedEx Ground service is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx.